We are sitting in the north side of my house, so this is all about relationships. I love this. The north is about relationships. It's like this year, especially 2023, this corner, this degree, where we're at, like where it meets in the 90 degree angle or whatever it is. This is like the perfect area to like talk about relationships. Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth from depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created. This podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I am once again really, 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 really excited for you to hear today's episode. I just have to actually like express gratitude for a moment because I have been so lit up by the people in my life, which if you are not lit up by the people in your life, this is the episode for you because it is all about how to call them in. But I've been so lit up by the people in my life and what I am doing with my content creation and my purpose and it's just, I I can't even come up with a word magical (laughs) magical is I guess the only word and I used to think that word was so like cheesy and I almost was a little worried it was a bit cringe sounding when I named my podcast what I did but it just goes to show you how like traumatized we are sometimes life has been so hard that a word like magical which is how our life should be it it seems cringe or we're like "Eh." like it, it doesn't feel good because we just we don't even believe in it It seems too good to be true and that literally is what my life has become more and more and more as I have done this work surrounding, I mean, manifestation, but the root of that, which if you are familiar with my coaching programs, you know that I don't teach manifestation in a very superficial way. I actually teach it based off of quantum physics and psychology and trauma. It needs to be taught in a way that is trauma-informed because When we're not in our power, we can't manifest powerfully. And so a lot of what I teach and help my clients with in my one-on-one coaching programs is helping them step into their power. And trauma is like the number one thing that keeps us out of our power, right? Like being a victim is probably the most disempowered state you could be in. So a lot of what I end up working on with my clients, which I share a little bit more on that at the very end of the episode, uh, is personal power because that's how we manifest. But the more I have done this work, the more I have seen my life become actually magical. And I, I share this stuff and I talk about it to let you know that it's possible because we can't manifest something we don't believe is possible. So that's why it's so important to Follow people who are talking about the things that you want, even if you can barely even believe they might be possible for you. Keep watching, keep listening, keep surrounding yourself with people online and offline. I love how Jean says from IRL to, no, from URL to IRL, you need both those people in your life that really help inspire you and see to believe that it's possible 
to have a magical human experience to really call in the things that you want. And it is possible. I'm telling you as somebody who lived a life that was very bleak and very driven by fear and shame and scarcity and just felt I I was just in such a dark place for a lot of my life. And I did not have many of the things that I talk about on this podcast, including aligned relationships that made me feel good. I didn't even realize how good relationships could feel until this like last year or two. I have been blown away. I didn't realize they could be so incredibly nurturing and loving. I just I almost teared up multiple times during this conversation with John because I was like, is this real? <laughs> how how do I have people in my life that make me feel this good and they're this kind to me and this nurturing, but they're also real. They also hold me accountable. They they help me step into who I was meant to be. And we chat about this as well in the episode the right people help you become the youiest you, the most you you can be. And the most you you can be is the you who is healed from the trauma, right? The trauma pulls us from who we actually are. It, it puts us into these states that we weren't meant to be in, whether it's fear, shame, scarcity, these low vibrational states. The, the most highest, authentic, realist us is the one that is free from those things. It is just vibrating purely from alignment with self and from love right we are meant for love we are here to love to love ourselves to love others to love the world to do good and I just I'm so grateful so grateful to have these people in my life now and both Jean and I were just we connected over that and connected over how important community is and so I hope that this conversation inspires you it shows you what's possible how good it can get and then also shows you how to get there Uh, we do talk a lot about practical things that we have done and that you can do from healing supporting yourself when space is created letting go of the not aligned people so that you can call in the aligned people, but then also how to do that, things we've done, how to tell who's aligned and who's not, what are signs of healthy relationships, what role community should have in your life, what stuff is your responsibility versus others when you're going through healing or when you need support. Um, and just, yeah, we, we really dive into all of it surrounding community and relationships. And I just, I hope it is so incredibly empowering and uplifting for you guys and that you leave feeling just so warmed by what's possible and believing that it can also be yours if it's not yours right now or learning how to create more of it if you are already starting to call these people into your life. Before we dive in though, quickly I wanted to share this week's magic. This week's magic is, it's actually very aligned. It's Revive, which is a French skincare brand that I have also loved for many, many years, but reconnected with after losing touch with the team a little bit during COVID. Um, And also Jean's name is French. I just, there's so many like funny aligned things here, but I have loved Revive for quite a while. And they have specifically some insanely amazing face masks that have been just helping me feel my best lately. I particularly am loving, they have these chin contouring ones and you put them over your ears and you look kind of funny. But if you want to snatch jawline this holiday season, these are where it's at. I just took one off. I actually did one this morning to just be refreshed when I was recording this. 
and the jawline was tight. She was snatched. She was depuffed. She just looked great. I'm like waving my mic as I talk about this because I'm getting too excited. But I will link this below. It's their Firmatif Chin Contour Instant Tightening Peptide Mask. Uh, and then I also really love their Mask de Brilliance. Uh, it's a resurfacing multi-acid mask that just, it gets off all those dead skin cells. I sometimes forget that I need to exfoliate my skin a lot. I've gotten good at exfoliating, especially like mindsets and beliefs and thoughts that don't serve me. Um, I've gotten good at doing this in my life, but sometimes I forget to do it with my skin. So I've been trying to get into a habit of doing some kind of peel once or twice a week uh, just to keep that skin fresh and glowing. And this peel is great. It does such a good job getting the dead skin off, exfoliating and leaving you with super soft, bright skin. And I personally don't think it is uncomfortable. Like there was just a little bit of like tingliness, but it's not like a mask that's going to leave you like bright red unless you have really sensitive skin. I don't have super sensitive skin, so patch test first but I personally find it to be on the gentler side while still having great results um, and you're not I'm not in pain or uh, peeling or anything so those are my little magics for the week they've just been making me feel and look better and when we feel good we do good so I hope you love them if you try them out and as usual I have everything including Jean's Instagram account these uh, also I do have an Instagram post that I recently did on shedding if you're going through this shedding season with a few more tips I will have that linked in the show notes below and yeah without any further ado let's hop into the conversation welcome to the podcast John thank you for having me I am so excited to talk about what we're talking about today so thrilled to be here me too. I was actually thinking on the car ride up. I was trying to remember how we met, which you reminded me of. And I was just thinking about, I think this conversation is so meaningful in light of our relationships evolution over the years, because I remember very vividly when I first started connecting with you in person in New York, I was going through a very just difficult season and I felt very alone. I felt very I don't know, like I didn't fit in. A lot of people weren't just like talking to me or accepting me. I didn't have a lot of community in New York. And you were one of those few women that was so inclusive and so kind, which stood out, especially in our industry, because it can not it can be not that way. And I was just like, this is so meaningful and full circle that we're talking about relationships and community today. I love that you said that because I truly felt the same way. Mutual feelings all there when I first met you. And I'm not gonna lie, like when I met you again this season, in this season mm. of my life, what is it? It's been like five years since I've seen you. Mm -hmm. Four years. Four About years. four, yeah. Yeah, since before the, the pandemic. And I felt that same warmth, that same energy, that same vibrancy from you and it was just so nice to connect again, like as if time never even came between us which is beautiful yeah isn't that crazy I feel that way with with certain people where it just we just our souls are connected again mm -hmm. and it's just instant like oh yeah okay I'm home like it's safe and it shows you how the mind and your mentality like your your like mental state if it's connected with that same person mm -hmm. it's as if time never passed Mm. Well, speaking of, John hosted a dinner, which was part of the inspiration for this podcast. I think one of your friends said that the way she imagines it is like we have our little spirit guides or angels like above our heads. And like when we connect with somebody that we've known in a past life or we have some kind of karmic connection to, like they're like hugging and so excited that we're like talking on the real plane. 
I truly believe that that does happen. And I feel like when you find your community, which is not easy in your 30s, mm-hmm. I have to say, it's uh, it's so heartwarming and it, it feels so right and true. And it feels like a coming home almost. Mm. You know, when you when you find that sense of community, when you find your people and the people that you have are like-minded and they have the same mindset and there is no need for that project slash partner you're looking you know because I feel like we are as humans usually we look for projects in a way but really not partners and I feel like when you're Mm. in your 30s especially now in my lifetime like right now where I'm at in my life like I'm now just magnetizing to partners Mm. whether that's in friendships whether that's in my relationships in my job in my work I no longer gravitate towards like, oh, I can fix this person or, oh, like I can, you know, I have these things that I want this person to do or be. I just see you and not your potential and I see who you are and, you know, we're, we are on the same playing field and we just connect. And I think that's beautiful. I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've experienced a similar uh, just progression as well with, with my relationships. It's a lot less about, cause I, I was trying to think back about who people were to me, you know, five years ago or so. And I, I feel like it was that it was either I was saving them or I was looking for them to save me. And it was a lot about that versus just like you're saying, partnership or enjoyment connection and not not intentionally it's just where I was at personally I wasn't great within myself and so I either needed to be in that role of doing something for another person or I needed them to be in a role of doing something for me that's so interesting do Mm -hmm. you do you feel like you've experienced a similar kind of shift in just your the role people have had in your life yes for sure I mean in the past I always gravitate towards people that needed fixing or that could possibly fix me or help me. And I think that it, it was also because of the stage of the life that I was in at that time. I was really young and I kind of didn't know my way around life or you know just work things just in general. And so I feel like now I'm at such a good place where I am just so, I don't wanna say tired, but like I am not into looking for people that like are not on the same level as me anymore like and I feel that the universe always supports you when you're ready to meet those people and when you're like sitting down and in your yin energy and you're receiving energy Mm. the universe is like okay here are the people that will be a part of your community they are also in their like-minded state where they will be able to, to reciprocate they will be able to give and you guys will have this beautiful give and receive relationship. So mm. it's not one-sided. And I think that's just so important, especially in your friendships in your 30s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with me. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be. Healthy relationships are reciprocal. And I think that being able to be in reciprocal relationships and only being available for them too, because it's it's about what you are putting in and giving, but also what you're willing to accept. Huge sign of growth. <laughs> I am I am right there with you. I'm clapping so hard right now, silently. <laughs> yeah. It but it takes, I mean, and I think I love that you said when you stepped into your yin energy or your feminine receiving energy, because it it takes personal growth to get there. It takes being 
It, it's where you're at because we're always attracting what we are. And you say, actually, you say this all the time, and it, it has resonated with and stuck with me. Relationships are mirrors. They are mirrors. <laughs> like, you cannot possibly be in a relationship slash friendship with anybody that is not on the same playing field as you. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work. And sometimes it gets tiring because you would be the only one putting in all the work, and it's not healthy. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And mm-hmm. I think it does take a, a lot of growth to realize, like, to pull yourself back, to have that realization, to have that awareness and say, okay, I need to, you know, maybe take a pause. I need to maybe remind myself of my boundaries Mm -hmm. and what I deserve and my self-respect because that will mirror out and show that person or the other people, oh, this is what she's willing to do, which is bend over backwards 3,000 times, do gymnastics and just do all the work, which Mm is, it's not right. it becomes toxic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, really understanding that and having that awareness, which I really worked so hard on in the past maybe three years, has given me the courage to really sit down this year and be like, this isn't what I no longer, this is what I no longer want in my relationships, in my friendships, in my business partnerships. You know, I feel like I only want to welcome like energy. Mm-hmm. that could reciprocate and that could you know be a mirror to what I am that's so uh, I love that you're saying this and it, it's so funny because I feel like we've been on such a, a similar journey um I'm looking at this deer <laughs> oh yeah there's a lot of deer <laughs> there deer are so cute they're distracting me this is not good for my ADHD <laughs> They're literally, this is, I always say, this is their house and I'm just, me and Varric, we're just living here. We're just like, we're just in their world. You're in their world, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so peaceful though. But um, what I was going to say before the deer stole the show was, (laughs) I feel like we've been on such similar journeys uh, and because it's, I've literally had to do the same thing because I, I actually also, when we are in those relationships, I was like, these relationships are mirroring back to me Mm -hmm. that I don't believe I'm worthy Mm -mm. of something reciprocal. I believe my baseline belief somewhere in me believes it's worthy of breadcrumbs. And I've had to get, and I actually got really, really firm with the universe over the last few months. And I was like, I am done with breadcrumbs. I'm done. I'm done with relationships that don't make me feel amazing. Not that I'm not going to do my work because I I have my flaws, but I am so committed. I am the first person to be excited to like, if somebody reflects something back to me and calls me out on something in a loving way, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Cause I want to grow and I want to do my work. And so I deserve people who are willing to have those conversations. The hard conversations. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh my goodness. That I think is a sign of a real friend who can kindly have that. But it takes two. It takes two. It takes two mutual, Mm -hmm. mature, aware people Mm -hmm. to be able to sit down and have those hard conversations. And that is a big part of having your community, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't have that, or if the other person doesn't have that, it takes two to tango. Like, it's not going to work. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it it took, I mean, it sounds like you, you also within yourself decided no more. And that internal decision, when we set a new energetic minimum, when we decide internally, no, 
I'm not available for this anymore. This is what I'm available for. It's wild what you start magnetizing. It's wild. It's wild. And in the beginning, it's almost like, you know, you've like metaphorically speaking, you have a living room, you have your couch, you've made dents on the couch, you've lived in it, you've sleep, you've you've napped on it, you've done whatever on it. And you know, you're so comfortable with it that when you decide, okay, I would like a better couch that fits who I am now, you remove it, you replace it, and you're starting to get used to it again, like this new couch. It's so hard when you're getting used to something so new, even though you know this is what you deserve. Mm -hmm. It's so hard because you fit into this comfortable um, space that you were so used to in the past, whether that was toxic, whether that wasn't good for you, whether that wasn't what you deserve, you're just so used to that, that the second you have something new and nice, Mm. you're like questioning it almost. You're like, wait, this is, is this right? Is this good? So it does take so much adjusting. And then another lesson comes into play where you're like, okay, I now need to learn this, like this new dance, this new couch. I need to now get used to it. And I need to remember this is what I deserve and this is what I want. And this is what I ask the universe for. Mm -hmm. So no, hundred percent. I think that's the next step. I think once you like get clear, like this is not what I want. This is what I want you have to then actually start accepting what you want, even when it's really uncomfortable. Yes, because it is. It does get really uncomfortable. And I think um, the second I started realizing, okay, I need to change, and the universe won't give it to you. Literally, you need to realize it and then mm-hmm. speak mm-hmm. it. And then it speak, it, it is brought into existence. And then it's up to you to kind of like get comfortable with, with what you asked for. But it is really uncomfortable. It, it's almost like very painful in a way where you have to really, it's like stretching yourself back to normal, normal in, in, in your healthy normal. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's difficult, but I feel like it's that light at the end of the tunnel where like, oh my gosh, like after all the work, the stretching, you know, the, the healing and the, the pain, like you're here and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we should talk about that for a second. Uh, Just the value of community, the importance of community, how, because, you know, a lot of people, I know a lot of people who don't think they need community. And I just, I feel like, wow, it is life changing. So I, I, what, what has, I mean, you've spoken a little bit to just how it feels like coming home and just how you feel, but why, why is community so important to you? How has it actually touched your life and changed it I thought I didn't want community in the beginning I'll be very honest with you I thought that you know I could just be by myself I'm good I don't need anyone and because I think that's easy when you've been hurt or you've been damaged absolutely I realized then and this happened during the pandemic I realized then that it was almost like a defense mechanism for me Mm. because for the longest time when I was younger I was just so hurt by like, you know, past communities, past, past humans, people, whatever, um, that I said, okay, well, it's so much better when it's just by myself, like I can do this, whatever. And then the pandemic hit and I realized I'm like, no, like I need to undo that. That was years of damage and that was years of, of just like this traumatic response that I had Mm. and it's no longer going to work for me because I'm realizing that 
you know, when you're isolated for so long, which we were all isolated for so long during the pandemic, I really had so much time to think like, wow, I, we are humans and humans are created to be very social, very much needing each other. Like they're like, we cannot literally live without other people. It's mm-hmm. just how we are designed and, you know, ideas, um, relationships, like connections, all these things, like you can't just have it in you to give to yourself we 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 don't have that capacity so i realized like i don't need to be alone i just need the right people Mm. and creating that yes (laughs) yeah it's not about wanting to be alone it's just it's realizing the community that you want and so that's when it really started for me like you know i really want to work at myself first because a lot of the times we are mirrors of each other right and I can't possibly have a community without even knowing what I want from mm. myself. Mm-hmm. So I need to know what I want from myself so I know exactly what I can give my community, whoever that is, and also what I want from them. Mm-hmm. Reciprocation. Mm. So that that's really what happened there, like, you know, 2020 to 2022. And then 2023, this year, I really solidified that for me, you know, knowing who knowing what and my why of like, why does this community reciprocate? Why does this community make me feel so good and happy? You know, it's a lot of standards. I love, yes, (laughs) but for yourself and for others. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love everything you said. I love, I think you're so right. I think that the isolation is a trauma response, but everything we want is on the other side of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. But you're also right, it needs to be with the right people because we can't be throwing ourselves into situations that are just going to perpetuate trauma and damage and then keep having to like heal ourselves and pick ourselves back up. But I also love that you went inward to not only figure out who you wanted to become and to work on yourself and then figure out what you wanted so that you could then call that in and be a match for it. Like everything you said is just, it's, yeah, I think that's kind of like the recipe for how you start calling in like-minded community. And I really love, I'm going to bring in what you told me in one of our audio notes because (laughs) we literally do these tiny podcasts on our text thread and I love them. I save all of them. Oh, me too. But I remember you saying one time, you you mentioned um, we need to respond through our healed selves. Mm. I love that. I, I will never forget what you said because we shouldn't be undoing what we already healed like Mm -hmm. you know like we have done the work we are where we're at we should respond from where we're at and I just it really resonated with me when you said that because it it rings true Mm. and then you're going to attract back people who are trying to do the same and we're not perfect and we make mistakes but when you're on when you have the same values of what a relationship should hold like you're going to you're going to be able to work through anything cuz you're 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 moving towards the same thing and i think that's you doing that you're then attracting people that back that are going to do that that's so true that is so true wow wow breathing that in yeah <laughs> uh it's yeah it's it's such a balance of you know being clear on what you want but then that that's the whole essence of manifestation it's being the person who has the thing you have to be a match for what you want mm-hmm. so you have to embody it too so it's also like um, you know, accountability that comes into, comes into these, these relationships that 
or comes into creating these relationships that we're looking for. Um, and that's something I think that comes back to what you said about standards. You know, if you're doing that work, then you deserve somebody who's also doing that work Absolutely. to be spending your time with. And not that we're, you know, people are like tallying. There's no, no such thing, yeah. but it's almost like all about self-respect. Mm. You know, when you have so much respect for yourself, you it's almost second nature. It's like clockwork when you feel and see that this other person or, you know, what have you is not giving you that same self-respect that you would give yourself mm -hmm. or them. So then, yeah, like at the very at the very least, you know, of the standard, it is all about respect. Because mm. then when you have respect, you have that support, right? And then mm. you have that layer of love and then there's a kindness, understanding, consideration, but like all of it comes to play when it comes from your own self. When mm. you're giving yourself that, then you have that standard of seeing that from other people, whether they give that to you or not. And kind of that's how I start I started selecting my community, especially this year. I think that's so important to talk about too. I didn't really start enforcing what I wanted in the real world, like how I wanted to be treated and the type of people I wanted in my life until I had done enough work on myself that I, on my self-love and self-respect that I actually was living from what I was saying. I was saying I didn't deserve it. I was saying I didn't want to be treated that way and I wanted people who were going to treat me better, but I was still accepting it. And it wasn't until I got into a better place with how I thought about myself and how much I loved myself that then I actually started enforcing that stuff. So it, yeah, you're right. It takes, it takes really working on yourself in that way as well. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I think that's so interesting too. It, and I've been calling myself out on this a lot, making sure that I'm actually living what I say. Cause we can like repeat affirmations all day long and it helps. Eventually it sinks down to your subconscious. But when you start making yourself live, actually live that stuff, cause our actions show what we really believe. Like that's when I always start to see bigger, faster shifts in my external reality. Um, and it's so exciting. I love that. Yes, I do see that in my life too. That rings true for sure. Embodiment. Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like, it's what you do. It's never what you say. It's never what you're reading. It's like that mm -hmm. act, you know? Yeah. And that's a good tip for those listening. Like, watch what people do. I've been learning this in the dating world. Oh my gosh. It's easy It's easy to say things, but the actions are showing what you what they truly think and mm -hmm. truly mean. Mm -hmm. And I think to your point this year, I guess, especially... I have just let people be. Mm. I think that a big part of my healing journey was to stop correcting people, Ooh. to stop um, telling them what I want. I feel like I know what I want. Like I know what I'm expecting. And if these are my people, they will embody the same values, the same principles as me. And the universe will show that to me if we are meant to be in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. But if you're showing me something else, I'm just going to let you be. I'm not going to tell you, oh, this needs to be X, Y, Z. This is how you're supposed to do it. I think in the past I did that so much. And, you know, it's just not something that is a part of maybe their journey. Everybody has their own journeys. And, like, I've learned to 
respect like okay i am not a teacher i am not somebody that will mm. correct everybody and anybody you know unless asked mm-hmm. and also they are on their own healing journey maybe they're just not there yet so mm. i will give them that peace to let them be and let them like you know figure that out themselves but maybe we're not supposed to be in each other's lives right now or ever and that's okay mm. Wow, yes. Stepping out of that fixing role is a huge mark of maturity and is how you let in reciprocal relationships. But I also love, I I I forget where I read this. I wish I remembered. Probably a therapist account because that's my whole Instagram lately. But they said, you can teach somebody how to love you, but you can't make them love you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 100% I've been working on this too. Once I communicate once or twice something like about how I want to be loved or how it feels good for me to be treated... I same you just got to let him be Mm -hmm. because that's either a misalignment or you are trying to do their healing for them Mm -hmm. and you're right like you got to just let them you got to let them do their healing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I love what you said that is so true we are on the same page yeah this is why we're here. <laughs> this is why we're doing this. This is why we're back. Yes, I love that. But yeah. also to what you're saying, you know, when you're clear on what you want and you're embodying it, you magnetize it. Like the way we reconnected, it's been, and then uh, it's just, and I think you were sharing about how how some of the women at this dinner you hosted a few weeks back or a week back. Oh my God, <laughs> time is going time too fast. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I think they, that you just kind of naturally met them you know, at events or retreats or whatever. And it's just, you just magnetize whatever you're putting out there. And a big portion of, um, to your point is that this year I started saying yes to things more that, that I used to be anxious or scared of in the past. Mm. And I don't think I was ready to say yes years ago. Mm. Otherwise I wouldn't have, you know, had the opportunities But this year, you know, when things were presented to me, I said, okay, otherwise they wouldn't be presented to me if I wasn't supposed to be in them, you know, if I wasn't supposed to be ready for these. So I just need to show up. And these are how I met these women, these really inspiring women. And, you know, even like lunch dates, coffee dates, like events for work, our coffee date that we did together, I, you know... There were moments still that I would be like, should I cancel? Should I not? This year, I really, I really put that voice in the back seat, and I was just like, you know what? Like the back burner, we're not doing that this year. This year is a good balance of yeses, mm. and I was able to, you know, build my community from that and meet you again. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, I love everything you said. Once again, I think, I think that's a great segue to maybe share more on like how to magnetize and we've we've shared a lot already especially just about in terms of you know who you are and what you're willing to accept but I love that you you took inspired aligned action and that's not just like doing stuff it's not checking boxes but when opportunities presented to you you started saying yes because you're right we have to we have to put an effort Mm -hmm. in order to call in what we want and attract what we want it's Mm -hmm. not just you know sit in your bed and twiddle your thumbs and and like hope it lands on your bed oh my god (laughs) no yeah 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 it girl I also this year I literally went back to my faith and I I was just like you know I 
I need a big change, especially in my community, my my women community, like my girlfriends. Like I need a big change. I what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Me. Like give me homework to fix this shit. I love that. I'm I asking need, the universe for that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like I was praying so hard January, I remember. I'm like sitting at this exact seat crying and I'm like I need to know what you need me to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do the work. I want like put me out there like who do I need to meet who what do I need to say yes to and I had to remember like when opportunities rose I'm like I asked for this Mm. I need to act upon it because I asked for this Mm -hmm. so there's that like you know awareness I guess to act upon the things that I prayed for and I think that's really important but um you were talking about you wanted to to dive deeper into something. I don't remember what oh, it was. Oh, how to build community. How to build community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, I, you started t- – I love that you asked for homework from the universe. I think that's great. Or from God, source, whatever resonates with you. I think it's so important to ask for guidance because uh, you're right. We are divinely guided as, as we were just chatting about in the beginning of this podcast. Like you and I have been trying to have this episode and it just didn't work out until after we had this beautiful dinner about community that you hosted and then it like worked out perfectly. And I just, I think divine timing, asking for guidance, trusting you will be divinely guided is so important. But then also you took action and I really deeply believe that a lot of what we want lies on the other side of our comfort zone. If you want more, if you want bigger, if you want better, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to get a little uncomfortable so that you can grow. It's growing pains. And this is not putting yourself in toxic, damaging situations. This is not that at all. But being open, okay, this, you know, and you can tell when something is really not good. You'll feel it in your gut and things won't flow. Like, like even just for example, even though this wasn't a aligned thing, but when we were trying to meet before that dinner, it just wasn't working. But then that dinner happened and then we were meant to kind of change the angle we came from and then it flowed. And it's the same with, you know, these meetings and, and aligned action. It's like, you'll feel in your gut that it's something you want to do, something that feels expansive, but then also it will flow. If you're forcing something and having to self-abandon or, you know, do some kind of damage to yourself or another person or, you know, whatever, that's a sign that it's not meant to be. But when it when it's flowing, you got to say yes. you got to say yes and trust. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. It's how I've started living my life and it's been really crazy. It's been really crazy how just when you're in that aligned flow, you're just, you're a manifesting powerhouse. Because you're so aware. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, something. Okay. This is actually, this is something for me that community has done for me and why it's become really valuable and important to me. I've realized how my, my community, my people are my teachers. We're meant to be our teachers. And you've taught me this because you, I've heard you say about other people that, oh, I learned this from them. Or you actually said it about me. And I was like, wait, I taught you something. (laughs) And I was like, wow, right. But like, no, this is a big part of what relationships and community are about. It's to teach each other, to help each other rise together. And I have been so grateful because I feel like I have been learning from people in my life, you included, you especially. 
And yeah, it just, it, I think that's a really beautiful, beautiful reason to pursue relationships. We become our best selves when we are in community and with the right people. I love what you just said. When you are aligned with your people, you guys are meant to make each other better. Mm-hmm. You are not supposed to be in this, in this like stuck era, like just bouncing off of each other's like traumas and trauma bonding and whatnot. You are supposed to elevate each other. Mm-hmm. And elevating each other means there's that, that like reciprocation of like teaching each other mm-hmm. and that like really nice back and forth that, that there's that flow of like learning and like teaching and like, growing together you know spiritually emotionally mentally in all the states and it's so nice to see that when it's the right fit Mm -hmm. yeah I really I think that being that being we're supposed to help each other grow and step into our best selves along with we should make each other feel good and feel loved I think those are some really just simple baselines that I have been looking for in my relationships. Like if I'm not feeling good about myself most of the time, if I'm not feeling like I'm growing and expanding and not, not into someone else, but I feel like the right people in the right relationships help you become Mm -hmm. more of you Mm because we're not our toxic patterns. We become more ourselves when we let go of those things that were, you know, coping mechanisms or protective defenses. Like we become more us and the right people help us become more of not just ourself, but our higher self, I think. That's so true because I see that this year with the friends that I'm surrounding myself with, with my community, Mm -hmm. I, they mirror a part of myself that I can't see. It's like a blind spot. You know, when you're driving, I don't drive. But I know this. <laughs> you know I know driving. this for some drive. reason. Like I guess I, I'm a passenger princess enough to. I guess if you put me behind the wheel, I could probably. I, I know how to drive, but like I, I watch my husband enough to see like how it is, and like oh, there's blind spots and whatnot. But to my point, um, it's almost like you have. We all have these blind spots. Like you do, I do, everyone does. That maybe it's something great that you have, right? Mm-hmm. A value that you have that is just so beautiful but you can't see it or maybe something that you need to work on but you can't see it right Mm. when you're in it it's almost impossible to be to be so to be so aware of certain things all the time so I call them blind spots and my friend my one friend she's just such a light and she would you know tell me oh, you know, like, this is the perspective of, of like, X, Y, Z of what you're telling me. And it's so beautiful because I wouldn't even be aware of that. And that is the kind of community I have now. And it's almost just highlighting these things that I can't see that are, like, there, but I'm not really aware of whether those are good or bad, whether those I need to work on. But, you know, my community, like, we're all willing to have these not so great conversations like we're all able to have a deep dive like we're able to sit down and you know really go through the nitty-gritty which I love and I I think that this year I've really found my community because of those aspects Mm. I want to dive into the hard conversations for in a minute but I love this concept of blind spots. And 
you've done that for me. And I think that's maybe a much better way of putting what I was saying about making you feel good about yourself. Like just the things you were sharing about me at the dinner and the way you, you build me up, you make me see the leader in myself that I don't always see. You make me see these qualities that I want to embody and I'm working on. And you do embody them. You do. But it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to, you know, we don't get pat in the back. We don't as adults, like we, we just do the work. We do the thing. We do what we need to do and we don't get a gold star. We don't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to have a community that like, you know, gives you that support and shows you those blind spots because Mm -hmm. Not, not to like, oh, like you did a great job. No, like, but it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's in a way helping us to continue, Mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like a positive reinforcement of like, oh, I do have this. Like I am kind, I am a leader, I am capable, I am doing the work, but you would never know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such an important aspect to, you know, embody within your community or have within your community. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, this is, it's so, this is one of the best things about it is it, it just helps you. It helps you see your progress. And cause it's the same as, you know, when you're in the, the relationship or the breakup, you go to your friends cause they can see clearly like a lot of times friends and people outside of us see our progress way more clearly than we do because we're in it. And like, ugh, this is why we need each other to build each other up because like life's not easy <laughs> no life is there's already too much turmoil like why have that in your community yeah. why that why have that in your in your group of friends you don't need that no we need, don't need that you need people who see the best in you yeah yeah or see also things that you need to work on and mm. are okay to tell you and you know you okay are okay to receive that in mm-hmm. a healthy way so you know it's so important Well, that's, yes, that's, I think what I wanted to chat about then was I feel like that's how you know somebody is your person or safe for you if they are willing to come to you and have that conversation. Because I've had people cut me off and I had no idea what I did or they never communicated until they were like, bye. And I'm like, I didn't know. (laughs) I'm squealing. (laughs) I am squealing because that is so real and people will do that. And you know what? Um, We are in such a great place now, you and me, Mm -hmm. but to to kind of piggyback what you, you were just saying, it's another point in for me at least in in kind of seeing like okay that's how I know that this person is not supposed to you know be with me in my next chapters Mm -hmm. because you've done the work Mm -hmm. you've and the work is not easy I mean it wouldn't be called work if it was easy (laughs) you know and when you've done the work which you have you know what you deserve reflecting back thank you so much you have you know what you deserve. You know when things look familiar and those familiar things you're seeing may need some work and maybe it's not your job to, you know, heal them or teach them because maybe you've been in that cycle for too long and you know you don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know you need to walk away from it. And so, yeah, like it's, it's so, that, that is really true. And it's if they're not willing to have the hard conversations with you, you know, ghost you, et cetera, like it's just something that as a healed being, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. And most of all, no one deserves that. Yeah. 
And that to me is a very bright, clear reason for somebody who is unaligned, who is a misalignment and who should not be in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, because none of us are perfect and we really deserve to give another, or I believe that if I have chosen to have somebody in my life and they are somebody that's aligned, somebody who has built me up, reciprocal, I, I believe they deserve a conversation or two. Absolutely. At least. Absolutely. And, res- and you know, mm-hmm. to respect the friendship, to respect mm-hmm. the relationship. Yeah. Yes. But I have, compa- I have gotten to a point of compassion. And I-, I love that we were connecting on this too because we have done that healing work. And I can now see how if they are treating me this way, that's probably how harsh they are with themselves. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely... Yeah, it's definitely impacted how I vet people and just people have to show me they are willing to be in a real relationship with me. And that involves being willing to kindly and in a healthy way have a difficult conversation with me, not just. And yeah, and some people, sometimes people do grow and learn. And I think maybe this is a great uh, segue into even just supporting those listening. Like if you have lost people, if your circle has gotten smaller, it's okay and it's normal. I feel like it's not talked about a lot, but it's like, it's normal to outgrow relationships. So normal. And it's, you're outgrowing the relationships because you are, you are growing. Yeah. And you just don't fit into what they have to, you know, offer you because maybe, maybe you have gone through your own journey of growth and you have learned so much. You have gone through all the pain you have seen whatever through your journey and they're just not there yet mm-hmm. you know and that's okay yeah that's okay and i think that there is you know this pain that comes with losing your people absolutely it's so normal and sometimes it hurts more than a breakup with a boyfriend or, or a girlfriend um but yeah i think that's something that like i think that we need to or at least i've in the past i've kind of believed myself and been like you know, oh, this isn't like a real breakup. Oh, or like whatever. what did you do? Like what did I do? Like what did I not do? Like mm-hmm. where did I, you know, misstep? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's never, it's never that. Like I, I've learned so much that you can do so much. You can, you can only do so much, and yeah. you have done enough. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes enough for you as a healed person is just not seen the same mm-hmm. as somebody who is unhealed as mm-hmm. somebody who may mm-hmm. be still having to do the work you know it's just not the same the perspective so but that's fine and you know yeah it hurts and we don't talk about friendships that are misaligned enough mm-hmm. and I think that it's great that we're talking about it because there are so many people that are going through it and feel so lonely and alone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not the best feeling when you mm-hmm. lose your people, but that loss sometimes is a lesson, mm-hmm. isn't really a loss. You know, if you think about it, you reflect on it enough, you journal, you go to therapy and you talk to your community, you realize you're like, oh, well, you weren't supposed to be like in my journey forever. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're forcing that forever, when it's only meant to be a lesson, you're just a lesson. Yeah. And now I know better. Yes. You know? Yes. And I think, I think it's so, this is why this conversation is important because I think people 
act like friend relationships are, they treat them so differently than breakups. Like we're so, for some reason we feel like, oh, friendships should never end. They should last forever. But it's totally. The whole BFFs, whatever it is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best friends forever. Best friends for life. Like there's this whole stigma about it. Yeah. Ever since you were like a teenager, like a kid. Right. And it's like, oh, so, and it's, it's toxic. It's like, it's so actually toxic. like, yeah, it's bullying yourself. Cause yeah. just, oh, okay. It's okay to outgrow a man, but you can't grow, outgrow anybody else in your life. Like, no, we're all humans and every single relationship. Take note, guys. <laughs> you can outgrow anybody. It yes. does not matter. Yes. And equal on the same exact note, the same way we treat a regular breakup, we should treat a friend breakup. Yes, absolutely. Like you should be just as kind to yourself. You should give yourself just as much love and care. It is hard. You know, I just... Yeah, it, blo- it it makes me frustrated that people act like a regular breakup is just so much worse or so different. And it's like, no, actually, sometimes it's more difficult to let go of people that are friends. Because I know for me, a lot of the guys that I've dated, aside from my two very serious relationships, like they didn't know me anywhere near as well as my friends did. So you're losing somebody that's oftentimes a lot closer than whoever you're dating, unless it is, you know, something like a marriage or something, a long-term boyfriend. So it's very, very painful and sad and hard and um you need to treat it like that otherwise you're not accepting it for what it is and we you know what we resist persists and once we finally accept something yeah we're able to then process and heal and move on from it but I think you know a lot of people either like you're saying they beat themselves up or they just try to act like oh it's not a big deal but it's like no a lost relationship is a lost relationship whether it's a parent a boyfriend or a friend yeah and I think it's important too um if you're listening, obviously, like, don't be so hard on yourself, but also feel the feels. Mm-hmm. Feel the feelings. It's part of the healing process, mm-hmm. and you can't rush healing. Mm-hmm. I learned that, that when you're healing, you there is no timeline. Like, you need to go through it. Mm-hmm. You need to really feel all of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, in the past, as a big Aquarius person, <laughs> I love to put everything... I'm, I could be very... What's the word? What is the opposite of attached? Detached? Silly. (laughs) I could be very detached. And so emotions, I think I only started really like understanding my emotions the last four years Mm -hmm. and really controlling my emotions, like knowing what to do with them, Mm. you know? So being able to be more present in my relationships it hurt a lot more mm-hmm. when I lost people. Mm-hmm. And so my instinct was to run away from my emotions, to kind of bury them and like walk away and not feel anything and just, you know, numb myself. But if you're listening, feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it's the hardest thing. And, and it helps when you have your community, when you have your loved ones who mm-hmm. are your ride or dies and who are there for you. But when you go through it and you feel it and you process it and you just, it's a long road, but you got this at the end of the tunnel, it's the most beautiful moment because you're, you know, then you are aligned with the people in your community that you're meant to be with. Mm -hmm. You are, you know, realizing that you've grown so much and because you didn't like box in any emotions, keep it and numb yourself and feel it later, you're not going to feel anything later. You're, you know, you processed it. You've done the work. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to 
all of a sudden wake up like 10 years from now and feel guilt or feel shame or feel anything, especially when you've processed everything. Oh, girl. This is a lot of actually what I work on in my like coaching programs and a lot of what I talk about like on my podcast and my platforms is emotional availability. That leads to when you get good at being a, a... when you get good at being emotionally available to yourself, you build emotional resilience. And then that builds self-trust, which builds confidence. That puts you in your power and you're able to just navigate. Because this, every area, there will always be shedding. We're constantly growing. And whenever you grow, like you need to shed the layer that doesn't fit anymore. And sometimes that's just an old version of you. Sometimes it's a mindset, a habit. Sometimes it's a person, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever, a friend, a partner, whatever it might be, jobs, you know, communities in the sense of like, you know, sports or religion or whatever. Like there's so many things we're constantly growing and evolving. And in order to handle that, you've got to be emotionally available to yourself because the only way through it is actually through it. Oh my gosh. I love that. There are no, 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 there, there what is the word I'm talking about? Shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. Yeah, there's no shortcuts. In healing, there is just none. And I think my biggest mistake in the past when I was younger was, I just didn't want to feel anything because mm. when it hurts enough, I'm like, okay, no, like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't deal with this. But this time around, I'm like, you know what? Let's just get through it. Let's, you know, and, and it showed self-compassion for me because mm. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to feel the feels and if I'm going to work at this, I'm really going to show myself patience and I'm really going to show myself love mm. enough love to know that you really also realize how there you are for yourself when you're going through the healing. When you're going through, yeah, yeah. When you're doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) When you're doing it right. Yeah, like we're we're not here to just kind of jump into the next thing when it starts to hurt. I think that's such an easy human um, reaction Mm -hmm. to kind of just like get yourself busy with the next big thing or whatever that you almost just don't want to like process and deal with it. But it's so worth it when you do. My dad um, used to say this to me, and I didn't really fully understand it at the time, but now I do. But he would say, don't run from things, run to things. And I, if you like... Is your really, dad an Aries? <laughs> August 31st. What would oh, that a, be? Is he a Leo? Whatever What's that is. after that is Leo? Some, Cancer? That is some, after a Leo is Virgo. Virgo. Wow. I think my dad's a Virgo. Your dad's a Virgo. That is oh, this a, makes so much sense. That is He's a very so me- methodical. Energy. <laughs> yeah. Run toward it. Wow. Because otherwise, when you're running from things, you're not in your power. You're trying to escape and you're going to probably make not great choices. Mm-hmm. When you're running to something, it's because mm-hmm. you're you're good in yourself. You're in your power. And you know that that thing is something good that's going to add value to your life that you want that's healthy for you. It's really hard to make good choices when you're running from. Oh my gosh. Um, when you lose like certain friends or, or you know, certain people that you love in relationships slash friendships, um, it's hard to put stuff away, mm-hmm. you know, like to tidy up. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like you, you come home to a, a home where... <laughs> Somebody had already died, but you don't want to put anything away. You don't want to clean up. Mm-hmm. And the initial reaction is to run away from that, to just kind of numb it and leave it. And something, a, a huge advice that I'm going to you know, share is 
my, my friend actually told me this and, and it resonated with me later on. Like I'm talking months later because I think that I wasn't ready to really receive what she had shared with me at the moment, but I did like store it. I like thought about it, really let it marinate in my system. And when I was ready, I said, okay, wow, that makes so much sense. I'm ready for that. But what she said to me was so powerful. And she said, if you need to clean up whatever that looks like, if you need to block, mute, unfollow, if you need to put their things away, if you need to remove, you do that for yourself. Like, don't think that that's anything negative. You're not doing mm. anything wrong. That is not something toxic to do. Mm. It is to help you heal. Because mm. as humans, we're so visual. As humans, we are so, especially when we're, you know, seeing the same thing every day, mm-hmm. it's a huge part of our healing process where it's almost stunting it. Mm-hmm. So what I've done this year is really clean out. Like, okay, this is a big part of my healing. It's not allowing me to heal properly. It needs to go, you know, so clean up, like tidy up, remove the things and just, you know, it really helped me move forward. I love that. I think that's such a great way to kind of like summarize a lot of this and um, kind of close a bit. But I love that she talked about doing it for you. And I feel like that's kind of a bit of a through line for a lot of what our conversation was. It's a, it's all about us. This is building community is about other people, but it's not. It's about you working on you, you doing what you need to do to be in a clean, abundant energy. And when you get there and you stay there, you magnetize the right people and you attract abundance in your life you create it you spread it Mm -hmm. like life is so good when you really get good in yourself Mm -hmm. and I think community helps you the right community helps you and expands that it makes you more you it supports you in healing it supports you through the hard times it helps you see who you can be and step into that and you know, when things do fall away, I think you keep coming back to that. Like it, it's not about them, you know, any kind of healing. It's how do you support you? What do you need to do? And that's such a clean energy to come from. It's not about revenge. It's not about, you know, making a point or this or that. No, it's about what do I need to do to tend to me? So I get back to that good place and I keep attracting from there. We are mirrors of each other. I truly believe that. And what you put out, goes right back Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's so important to not run from anything that hurts anything that is painful to process that to get through it to clean and not Mm. for any revenge as you mentioned not for any like bitterness but for yourself Mm -hmm. to get back into a clean slate Mm -hmm. you know where you can really begin again and recreate what is now meant for you as a healed person Mm -hmm. in this specific chapter moving forward Mm. it's so important and i just love what you said it's it's so true and it resonates with me a lot and i feel that again this isn't talked about enough and i love the way we were able to um articulate everything in such a healthy way Mm -hmm. in such a clean concise way where um losing people is not necessarily something just like you know 
in the movie Mean Girls, like where you need to kind of get back at people. Mm. You gotta just, it's a whole, first of all, it's 2023. Mean Girls are not it anymore. No. We no. don't deal with that. That is just, no. Like, that's so 20. 2010 is it 2010 oh my that, God, is is it so, that long ago so, that is vintage we don't we don't mess with that but it's all about clean energy it's all it's all about just being a light and cleaning up and you know understanding where you need to work on yourself and like what need what work needs to be done for yourself to create that community because mm-hmm. that will always reflect back mm-hmm. yeah and I think your that dinner you hosted last week is such an example and a testament to the work that you've done because everybody there was beautiful energy, kind, caring women that were inclusive, that wanted to build each other up. Like the things that were said at that table, I was just like, oh my God, like these are the people that I've been looking for. Like these are women I want to be around. And I feel like I'm finally magnetizing that in my life too. And just it's just beautiful. And then to like get included in that was such an honor and just, yeah, you should be so proud of yourself for the work you've done. You are so kind. And honestly, I wanted to say you are a part of that because though that is a reflection of who you are just as much as, you know, we all reflected each other that night. And again, it's because you did the work. I did the work. Mm. I mean, there's always work to be done, right? We Mm -hmm. are never done, but we were able to attract each other because we are in the same headspace mm-hmm. because the energy is reciprocal because we are in the same vibrant you know mental space and it's just so beautiful because it is a testament to what happens when you do the work mm. when you really face that hard thing you heal from it you do it you find your community at the end of the tunnel it's beautiful yes yes and this if your friends aren't speaking to you the way we are speaking <laughs> to each other on this podcast it ain't it, it ain't, those are not your friends <laughs> no okay? it should be like so much love like I almost teared up multiple times from the things that you've said to me oh girl and... I have so much love for you oh same oh, uh, I need to to like hug now (laughs) but I and I hope you know in you guys hearing this if you're listening and you're like what oh my god this is what I want like we are living testaments that this is what you can have this is how it should be this is how healthy relationships are meant to be and they are possible and it lies on the other side of the work the work the work works (laughs) the work works I love that. I love that so much. That is, that should be, (laughs) that should be my caption for this. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think the thing though is, you know, people get so scared of the word work. I used to be as well. And I don't know if you have heard of numerology, but I, I, I signed up for teledipity, which is like a numerology site. And I don't take anything too seriously. I think our answers all lie within ourselves. but I love the support sometimes that like, Hey, you're on the right track or Hey, be aware of this. And my emails this year kept talking about how it was filled with work. And I was like, Oh no, like I'm ready for this and that and fun and joy and love. And I actually look back on this year and I'm like, I, the work was internal work, but it was actually so rewarding. Yeah. And it was like, I enjoy this kind of work, the growth, because you feel better. You just, I feel good most of the time because of this work. And I have to commend like all the people you included for this, for being the support system through the healing, because Mm. it's so important to have people that like really support you when things are falling apart, when you lose 
or when your friendship group fluctuates mm. like and and it's just it's all normal but like having that support system is so important otherwise mm-hmm. like you just cannot get through it it's like the biggest most important ingredient and it's i have to commend the people in my life you mm. included again i, I have to say this 10,000 times because you were there for me and you know the girls at the dinner they were all there for me mm. my family wow this is becoming an oscar speech <laughs> 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 but it's, it's it. so true and you really you know if you're having a hard time going through fluctuations in <clears throat> friendships like really you know really realize who your people are and and they're right in front of you and sometimes for years we never realized it but those are your people Mm. and I think I think that's actually a really great topic to touch on for a second here the the importance of support but the place for support and I think I think this conversation actually shows what the balance of support is. It's like you were doing the work. This is what boundaries is all about. It's like I'm responsible for me and you're responsible for you, but then sometimes life is overwhelming and that's when we we go help the other person. We try to be good in ourselves most of the time, so we have that capacity to go help the other person when it is, you know, more than they can carry and it is too much. And I think that's that balance. You got to do your work and support yourself, but then when life's hard, that's what support is for. Mm-hmm. And lean on it. And mm-hmm. when you have good people, they do help you see who you are and see the light at the end of the tunnel and mm-hmm. help you step back onto that path. And it's so important. We are not yeah, I love that, again, that you said that earlier. We're not islands. We were meant for relationship and community. Beautiful, beautiful. And I have to share something to what you just said. My sister, she is so wise beyond her years, and I'm so glad that we got to really strengthen our relationship this year especially. Um, but she had said this to me when we were like mere 16, 17 years old, and I never understood it, never, ever got it until now so it's been like what more than more than 15 years wow it took so long to hit me in the in 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 the head like but what she said to me was you cannot have all your eggs in one basket Mm. meaning you cannot have one friend for everything Mm -hmm. number one it isn't fair for that person because they don't have that capacity nobody does Mm. number two that person cannot possibly specialize on everything. Mm. Like you you don't have a doctor that knows everything about everything, right? Right. So she told me you need specific friends for specific things. And I never understood that and I always like got it got got into it with her and I I would always tell her like, "Oh, like this is wrong, like this is not right, whatever. This mentality is dumb." And now I realize you know, like I have friends for very, very important life decisions. I have friends who are perfect when I need to do a project and, you know, we inspire each other and we're bouncing off ideas off of each other. I have friends who, if we need to, you know, talk about maybe having a family, creating, you know, a big family or having kids or whatever, I have friends that I have for that so it's really important to it's almost being well-rounded in a sense mm-hmm. where you're not expecting so much from one person mm. there is a sense of a community when you have all those beautiful beings who specialize in certain things who are really strong in what they do and what they believe it's beautiful it's like this nice mix you know I love that no that's so important I feel like I've 
started learning this finally as well, especially because I feel like in my two significant relationships, I tended to think in this like enmeshed way, because I was raised in a very enmeshed culture, um, that, you know, that person is your number one and you do everything with them. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yes, like they do have, you know, the more serious that relationship gets, the bigger a place in your life they have, but they can't be your be all end all or everything. And Mm -hmm. like that, again, community, you need a community of people in your life, Mm -hmm. no matter whether you're in relationship or single, um, no matter whether you have a best friend or you have a sibling. I know Mm -hmm. some people are very like, like, oh my, no, my sister is like my, my ultimate best friend, mm-hmm. um, whatever. It's like, no, we, yes, you can have it be something really beautiful and close, but like, don't let that block you from community Absolutely. and what other people can offer you. Yeah. I always say this to my friends. You need to give everyone a fair shot. You mm, need to go out there. I do love that. Yeah. Because we're so quick to judge. We're so quick to, you know, make up our minds about certain people and like create this, this idea of who we think they are. Mm. which is really judgmental in so many ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I always tell my friends, my sister, myself included, we need to give everyone a fair shot up Mm. until they prove themselves to us, which is where the let them theory comes in. I love that. That's how you start weeding out your community, the people in your community. But until then, you really, because wouldn't you want to get Mm. a fair shot, right? I would like to get a fair shot. And, And I think it's beautiful because you're letting the other person be who they are and show you what they can do and what, you know, and it's beautiful, but mm. I think everyone deserves that. And, and that's another way of how I, you know, I guess select like who I want in my community. I, I that is, mm, I'm taking that in right now because <laughs> I've, ha- I've been on the other end of that where I have been judged and it's felt so shitty. It's been, mm-hmm. I felt like, but like, you don't know me or like, I didn't mean it that way or like, you know, give me a chance. And like my heart is in the right place, I promise. I know myself and it feels so, it doesn't feel good. So I, I love that that's, that that's something I want to take to heart even just in my own, you know, because I, I, do, I do it sometimes. I'm like, oh, they probably wouldn't be, you know, able to talk about this or they maybe wouldn't like me for this. You know, you, we make up stories in our head. We do. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations where, you know, there were fluctuations in in friendships in my life and you know it becomes really catty and like people start talking and like creating you know Mm. visualizations about certain people about me maybe and so it's a small community and like we all still see each other obviously you know how small our industry Mm. is everyone knows each other and I'm just like I take that as an opportunity and when when you know when mutuals meet each other I used to run away from that. I used to be so scared of confronting that. But I'm now realizing, and I think you've taught me this, to no, not run away from that. And so every time that happens, I take it as an opportunity from the universe. Like, okay, this is a gift. Mm. Why is it a gift? It's a gift because the universe is telling me, hey, they said this about you, but show them who you are. Mm, and whether that. or not they give you that opportunity to accept you, that is on them. But being who you are is this beautiful mm. opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can only do that for everyone else. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you would want to be treated that way, that's how you should treat others. Yeah. And I think it just goes to speak about, you know, if a person needs to trash other people, um, I had this happen recently um, in a dating experience. Like the ex came after 
like to, it was going out to girls and I happened to be one of them, like trashing this person. And I'm like, honestly, this speaks a lot more to you. Exactly. Like if you have to do that, like, yes. first of all, I'm not dumb. I mean, I, I don't think if, if it, <laughs> right. I don't think I am. Like if it was coming from a good place, mm-hmm. it would have come. Absolutely. It wasn't coming out of care for me. No. You don't. You, when you care about looking out for somebody else, you don't trash a person to them. You have a very mature conversation, being like, "Hey, I'm a little concerned that this might happen. Just be aware." But you let that person figure out for themselves. And so I'm like, I'm not dumb. I think I can read people's character pretty well. I'm also very intuitive. Um, but it just the need to go after and speak poorly of somebody else just it shows that you know you've not done your healing Mm -hmm. so 2009 yes yes (laughs) yeah I am not here for trashing other people I'm not here for that and there's this saying what Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than Sally wait I love that honestly (laughs) it's like the there's no need for that absolutely not and that kind of just shows you again like who your people are, those are not your people. Um, you know, you are so aware, you've done the work and you mm-hmm. clearly see, you mm-hmm. know, this is something very familiar. Mm-hmm. I've seen this. I maybe was this, you know, this is no longer mine. Mm-hmm. And so you are no longer a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And and I want to just say also to anybody listening, if you have caught yourself trash talking other people or judging other people, I don't want you to judge yourself. I want you to come come to yourself with love and compassion because we all always find things that we're doing that we're not proud of. But after you give yourself love and compassion, start to ask yourself, why do I feel like I need to do this? What is it doing for me? I found in the past when I have spoke poorly of other people, it's because I didn't feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. And so something about putting them down made me feel better, but Mm -hmm. we can just validate ourselves. Absolutely. We don't need to to put other people down to feel good. We can just appreciate and love ourselves. And the more you do that, the less I found, like I just don't have a desire to speak poorly of other people. It's very low frequency and it's not, it doesn't even make, me feel good anymore yeah yeah it, me neither I don't you, I feel anxious <laughs> yeah like I it almost really ruins this I don't even know how to explain it but when it becomes a habit for you to talk in a certain manner mm-hmm. and to have that positivity like you know of how you verbally mm-hmm. are yeah. it's really hard to undo that it's almost very backwards mm-hmm. totally and it really makes you feel very like mm-hmm. just and not good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know when. Because there's a difference between going to supports and emotionally expressing your pain and feeling wronged. There's a difference between that and gossip and Absolutely. trashing people. And you know. One, you're, you know, getting something off your chest mm-hmm. and getting love and support back. You're help, being helped mm-hmm. in the healing process. The other is like, my friend calls them ratchets. And it's like something that has an immediate, it's kind of like eating fast food or drinking. Oh my drinking. God, and then you feel like shit. It has a quick hit of pleasure and then, yeah, you feel shitty you after. It. And it yeah. also creates consequences oh my god so bad yeah yeah and my my friend what you said had mentioned to me because there was there was a point where I I would say to to you to my community like I really feel like sometimes I'm talking shit and I never want that Mm -hmm. you know there's this I I always uh, say this there's a fine line for me Mm -hmm. at least of feeling like I'm talking shit or I'm telling my story and I got corrected. And and this is why I love my community now. This is why Aww. I'm so grateful and honored because the way my friend corrected me and said, no, you are not talking shit. You are telling your story. Mm-hmm. You are just speaking how you feel and there are these emotions. 
she corrected me so quickly that it was so reassuring that like, wow, now I know the difference because sometimes when we are so engulfed in our emotions, it's so hard for us to really differentiate like, are we doing something good? Are we doing something bad? And again, going back to community, your community, when it's the right people, mm. will tell you what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it comes to leading with heart, you know? I think, you know, your heart, when you've talked to me about things, has been like, this is my pain. Can you support me in like holding my heart? Like, I'm really hurt. Yeah, can you help me process this a little? Versus like, your heart being like, let's trash this person. Oh my God. Like there's, it's so, you can tell, like the yeah. energy doesn't lie. Oh my gosh, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for saying that. I'm taking that with me. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's helped me a lot because I kind of was like, I went, we always pendulum swing in our healing mm -hmm. in like every area, but I pendulum swinged a bit from like, oh, I don't want to be like dumping or I don't want to be gossiping. So let me not share anything. And then I was like isolated. So it's like, it's, you know, it's where are you coming from? Mm -hmm. But, ah, well, thank you for sharing your heart today, though. This was such a beautiful, uplifting conversation. And I'm so honored you came on. I'm so happy we talked about this to hopefully help people feel less alone in the ups and downs of building a community that truly loves and supports them. I'm so glad, too, that we were able to share our experiences from URL to IRL because I, I feel that. like... You know, we talk about this a lot, like, mm -hmm. you know, on text, on calls, on voice notes, on DMs. And to be able to talk about this in real life and to share and to show our support to the people that are hurting, to the people that are alone, to the people that may need some, you know, affirmations, whether mm -hmm. or not they're doing the right thing or not. Like, you know, when their friendship groups fluctuate, like it's such an honor to be here and help you do that. Oh, oh my God. I'm hugging <laughs> you so hard after we end. But before we end... Jean has the most gorgeous Instagram and her content is so love-filled and uplifting. I would love for you to please spell out your handle, your name and your handle for people to be able to find you and follow you. Oh my gosh, thank you, Laurel. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you, Jordan. Thank you so, so much. Um, okay, so my handle is at the gray layers. That is at T-H-E G-R-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R-S. And I hope to see you there. Yeah, I hope. Uh, and just also to let you know where Jean was coming from, I went through a season where I was trying to find myself where I would go by my middle name, Laurel. And poor Jean is one of the people in New York who is still trying to, to go back to Jordan. So that I, I know it's a change and I appreciate you making it with me as I've come home to truly loving myself and who I am. I love the awareness though. I have to call you out on it. I love the awareness that you're able to correct people on it because oh. that takes courage. It does. Yes, coming from somebody who always corrects everybody now, for my name, it takes so much courage, but I, I applaud myself for doing it each time because I said, wow, this is not easy. Mm. And it's still borderline embarrassing for me sometimes, but I just go for it. So good for you. Well, you actually inspired me in that. So, I mean, here, here we go back to community, guys. Get, <laughs> we got to end this now or we're never going to stop talking. <laughs> we got it. I know, I know. This is, I think, my longest podcast. I love it, though. <laughs> we had so much to share. So, so much. Uh, well, let's end on that note. But um, thank you, everyone who listened. And if you have any questions, especially needing support in building community, reach out to either of us on Instagram. We love chatting. And we will see you here next week. Jump ship when it gets hard. Um, I think that's a sign of somebody who has done their work because that is the hardest thing. It is so much easier to either blow up and blame or to run away and to not have those conversations. So much easier. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, 
it takes a lot of courage to sit down and to, you know, stare at the hard conversation and, you know, really address it Mm -hmm. and, you know, deal with it. But, but it takes two. Yeah. And when you are aware, when you've done the work, you, you can recognize when the other person isn't quite there Mm -hmm. and not, not to say that they're bad people, not to say that they're horrible. They just need to learn within their own journeys because we all have a journey. And again, to what I said earlier in the beginning, um, sometimes you can't be there and help and teach other people within their journey. It is a completely separate journey that they're on from yours Mm -hmm. and they need to learn themselves and maybe that'll be today maybe that'll be tomorrow or next year or in 10 years but the universe has this amazing timing where okay they will learn Mm. you know and that's fine but that is a big indication as you said of you know vetting Mm -hmm. for sure and yeah and some people sometimes people do grow and learn and i think maybe this is a great Uh, segue into even just supporting those listening like if you have lost people if your circle has gotten smaller it's okay and it's normal I feel like it's not talked about a lot but it's like it's normal to outgrow relationships so normal and it's you're outgrowing the relationships because you are you are growing yeah and you just don't fit into what they have to you know offer you because maybe maybe you have gone through your own journey of growth and you have learned so much you have gone through all the pain you have seen whatever through your journey and they're just not there yet Mm -hmm. you know and that's okay yeah that's okay and i think that there is you know this pain that comes with losing your people absolutely it's so normal and sometimes it hurts more than a breakup with a boyfriend or, or a girlfriend um but Yeah, I think that's something that like, I think that we need to, or at least I've in the past, I've kind of bullied myself and been like, you know, oh, this isn't like a real breakup. Oh, like what did you do? Like, what did I do? Like, what did I not do? Like, Mm -hmm. where did I, you know, misstep, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's never, it's never that like I I've learned so much that you can do so much. You can, you can only do so much and you have done enough Mm -hmm. and, um, sometimes enough for you as a healed person is just not seen the same Mm -hmm. as somebody who is unhealed as Mm, somebody who may mm -hmm. be still having to do the work you know it's just not the same the perspective so but that's fine and you know yeah it hurts and we don't talk about friendships that are misaligned enough Mm -hmm. and I think that it's great that we're talking about it because there are so many people that are going through it and feel so lonely and alone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not the best feeling when you Mm -hmm. lose your people, but that loss sometimes is a lesson, Mm -hmm. isn't really a loss. You know, if you think about it, you reflect on it enough, you journal, you go to therapy and you talk to your community, you realize you're like, oh, well, you weren't supposed to be like in my journey forever. You know, when you're forcing that forever, when it's only meant to be a lesson, you're just a lesson. Yeah. And now I know better. 
Yes. You know? Yes. And I think, I think it's so, this is why this conversation is important because I think people act like friend relationships are, they treat them so differently than breakups. Like we're so, for some reason we feel like, oh, friendships should never end. They should last forever. But it's totally. The whole BFFs, whatever it is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best friends forever. Best friends for life. Like there's this whole stigma about it. Yeah. Ever since you were like a teenager, like a kid. Right. And it's like, oh, so, and it's, it's toxic. It's like, it's so actually toxic. like, yeah, it's bullying yourself. Cause yeah. just, oh, okay. It's okay to outgrow a man, but you can't grow, outgrow anybody else in your life. Like, no, we're all humans and every single relationship. Take note, guys. <laughs> you can outgrow anybody. It yes. does not matter. Yes. And equal on the same exact note, the same way we treat a regular breakup, we should treat a friend breakup. Yes, absolutely. Like you should be just as kind to yourself. You should give yourself just as much love and care. It is hard. You know, I just... Yeah, it, blo- it it makes me frustrated that people act like a regular breakup is just so much worse or so different. And it's like, no, actually, sometimes it's more difficult to let go of people that are friends. Because I know for me, a lot of the guys that I've dated, aside from my two very serious relationships, like they didn't know me anywhere near as well as my friends did. So you're losing somebody that's oftentimes a lot closer than whoever you're dating, unless it is, you know, something like a marriage or something, a long-term boyfriend. So it's very, very painful and sad and hard and um you need to treat it like that otherwise you're not accepting it for what it is and we you know what we resist persists and once we finally accept something yeah we're able to then process and heal and move on from it but I think you know a lot of people either like you're saying they beat themselves up or they just try to act like oh it's not a big deal but it's like no a lost relationship is a lost relationship whether it's a parent a boyfriend or a friend yeah and I think it's important too um if you're listening, obviously, like, don't be so hard on yourself, but also feel the feels. Mm-hmm. Feel the feelings. It's part of the healing process, mm-hmm. and you can't rush healing. Mm-hmm. I learned that, that when you're healing, you there is no timeline. Like, you need to go through it. Mm-hmm. You need to really feel all of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, in the past, as a big Aquarius person, <laughs> I love to put everything... I'm, I could be very... What's the word? What is the opposite of attached? Detached? Silly. (laughs) I could be very detached. And so emotions, I think I only started really like understanding my emotions the last four years Mm -hmm. and really controlling my emotions, like knowing what to do with them, Mm. you know? So being able to be more present in my relationships it hurt a lot more mm-hmm. when I lost people. Mm-hmm. And so my instinct was to run away from my emotions, to kind of bury them and like walk away and not feel anything and just, you know, numb myself. But if you're listening, feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it's the hardest thing. And, and it helps when you have your community, when you have your loved ones who mm-hmm. are your ride or dies and who are there for you. But when you go through it and you feel it and you process it and you just, it's a long road, but you got this at the end of the tunnel. It's the most beautiful moment because you're, you know, then you are aligned with the people in your community that you're meant to be with. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, realizing that you've grown so much and 
because you didn't like box in any emotions, keep it and numb yourself and feel it later, you're not going to feel anything later. You're, you know, you processed it. You've done the work. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to all of a sudden wake up like 10 years from now and feel guilt or feel shame or feel anything, especially when you've processed everything. Oh, girl. This is a lot of actually what I work on in my like coaching programs and a lot of what I talk about like on my podcast and my platforms is emotional availability. That leads to when you get good at being a, a when you get good at being emotionally available to yourself, you build emotional resilience. Yes. And then that builds self-trust, which builds confidence. That puts you in your power and you're able to just navigate. Because this, every area, there will always be shedding. We're constantly growing. And whenever you grow, like you need to shed the layer that doesn't fit anymore. And sometimes that's just an old version of you. Sometimes it's a mindset, a habit. Sometimes it's a person, mm-hmm. you know, a, a whoever, a friend, a partner, whatever it might be, jobs, you know, communities in the sense of like, you know, sports or religion or whatever. Like there's so many things we're constantly growing and evolving. And in order to handle that, you've got to be emotionally available to yourself because the only way through it is actually through it. Oh my gosh. I love that. There are no, 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 there, there, what is the word I'm talking about? Shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. (laughs) Healing. There is just none. And I think my biggest mistake in the past when I was younger was I just didn't want to feel anything because mm. when it hurts enough, I'm like, okay, no, like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't deal with this. But this time around, I'm like, you know what? Let's just get through it. Let's, you know, and, and it showed self-compassion for me because mm. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to feel the feels and if I'm going to work at this, I'm really going to show myself patience and I'm really going to show myself love mm. enough love to know that you really also realize how there you are for yourself yeah. when you're going through the healing. When you're you going know? through, yeah, yeah. When you're doing it right. <laughs> when you're doing it right. Yeah, like we're, we're not here to just kind of jump into the next thing when it starts to hurt. I think that's such an easy human um, reaction mm-hmm. to kind of just like get yourself busy with the next big thing or whatever that you almost just don't want to like process and deal with it. But it's so worth it when you do. My dad um, used to say this to me, and I didn't really fully understand it at the time, but now I do. But he would say, don't run from things, run to things. And I, if you like... Is your really, dad an Aries? <laughs> August 31st. What would He's that a, be? Is he a Leo? Whatever What's that is. after that Leo? Is some, Cancer? That is some, after a Leo is Virgo. Virgo. Wow. I think my dad's a Virgo. Your dad's a Virgo. That is. Oh, this a, makes so much sense. That is He's a very so methodical. <laughs> yeah. Run toward it. Wow. Because otherwise, True. when you're running from things, you're not in your power. You're trying to escape and you're going to probably make not great choices. Mm-hmm. When you're running to something, it's because mm-hmm. you're, you're good in yourself. You're in your power. And you know that that thing is something good that's going to add value to your life that you want that's healthy for you. It's really hard to make good choices when you're running from. Oh, my gosh. Um, When you lose, like, certain friends or, or, you know, certain people that you love in relationships slash friendships, it's hard to put stuff away, Mm. you know, like, to tidy up. Like, Mm. it's almost like you, you come home to a... A home where somebody had already died, but you don't want to put anything away. You don't want to clean up. Mm-hmm. And 
the initial reaction is to run away from that to just kind of numb it and leave it and something a, a huge advice that I'm going to you know share is my my friend actually told me this and and it resonated with me later on like I'm talking months later because I think that I wasn't ready to really receive what she had shared with me at the moment but I did like store it I like thought about it really let it marinate in my system and when I was ready I said okay wow that makes so much sense I'm ready for that but what she said to me was so powerful and she said if you need to clean up whatever that looks like if you need to block mute unfollow if you need to put their things away if you need to remove you do that for yourself like don't think that that's anything negative you're not doing Mm. anything wrong that is not something toxic to do Mm. it is to help you heal because Mm. as humans we're so visual as humans we are so especially when we're you know seeing the same thing every day Mm -hmm. it's a huge part of our healing process where it's almost stunting it Mm -hmm. so what I've done this year is really clean out like okay this is a big part of my healing it's not allowing me to heal properly it needs to go you know so clean up like tidy up remove the things and just you know it really helped me move forward I love that I think that's such a great way to kind of like summarize a lot of this and um kind of close a bit but I love that she talked about doing it for you and I feel like that's kind of a bit of a through line for a lot of what our conversation was it's a it's all about us this is building community is about other people but it's not it's about you working on you you doing what you need to do to be in a clean abundant energy And when you get there and you stay there, you magnetize the right people and you attract abundance in your life. You create it, you spread it. Mm -hmm. Like life is so good when you really get good in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think community helps you. The right community helps you and expands that. It makes you more you. It supports you in healing and it supports you through the hard times. It helps you see who you can be and step into that. And you know, when things do fall away, I think you keep coming back to that. Like it, it's not about them, you know, any kind of healing. It's how do you support you? What do you need to do? And that's such a clean energy to come from. It's not about revenge. It's not about, you know, making a point or this or that. No, it's about what do I need to do to tend to me? So I get back to that good place and I keep attracting from there. We are mirrors of each other. I truly believe that. And what you put out, goes right back Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's so important to not run from anything that hurts anything that is painful to process that to get through it to clean and not Mm. for any revenge as you mentioned not for any like bitterness but for yourself Mm -hmm. to get back into a clean slate Mm -hmm. you know where you can really begin again and recreate what is now meant for you as a healed person Mm -hmm. in this specific chapter moving forward Mm. it's so important and i just love what you said it's it's so true and it resonates with me a lot and i feel that again this isn't talked about enough and i love the way we were able to um, articulate everything in such a healthy way Mm -hmm. in such a clean concise way where 
um, losing people is not necessarily something just like, you know, in the movie Mean Girls, like where you need to kind of get back at people. Mm. You gotta just, it's a whole, first of all, it's 2023, Mean Girls are not it anymore. No. We don't deal with that. That is just, no. Like, that's so 20. 2010 is it 2010 oh my that god is, is so, that long ago so, that is vintage we don't we don't mess with that but it's all about clean energy it's all it's all about just being a light and cleaning up and you know understanding where you need to work on yourself and like what need what work needs to be done for yourself to create that community because mm-hmm. that will always reflect back mm-hmm. yeah and I think your that dinner you hosted last week is such an example and a testament to the work that you've done because everybody there was beautiful energy, kind, caring women that were inclusive, that wanted to build each other up. Like the things that were said at that table, I was just like, oh my God, like these are the people that I've been looking for. Like these are women I want to be around. And I feel like I'm finally magnetizing that in my life too. And just it's just beautiful. And then to like get included in that was such an honor and just, yeah, you should be so proud of yourself for the work you've done. You are so kind. And honestly, I wanted to say you are a part of that because though that is a reflection of who you are just as much Um, as, you know, we all reflected each other that night. And again, it's because you did the work. I did the work. mm. I mean, there's always work to be done, right? We Mm -hmm, are never done. yeah, Yeah. But we were able to attract each other because we are in the same headspace mm-hmm. because the energy is reciprocal because we are in the same vibrant you know mental space and it's just so beautiful because it is a testament to what happens when you do the work mm. when you really face that hard thing you heal from it you do it you find your community at the end of the tunnel it's beautiful yes yes and this if your friends aren't speaking to you the way we are speaking <laughs> to each other on this podcast it ain't it, it ain't, those are not your friends <laughs> no okay? it should be like so much love like I almost teared up multiple times from the things that you've said to me oh girl and... I have so much love for you oh same oh, uh, I need to to like hug now (laughs) but I and I hope you know in you guys hearing this if you're listening and you're like what oh my god this is what I want like we are living testaments that this is what you can have this is how it should be this is how healthy relationships are meant to be and they are possible and it lies on the other side of the work the work the work works (laughs) the work works I love that. I love that so much. That is, that should be, <laughs> that should yep. be my caption for this. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I think the thing though is, you know, people get so scared of the word work. I used to be as well. And I don't know if you have heard of numerology, but I, I, I signed up for teledipity, which is like a numerology site. And I don't take anything too seriously. I think our answers all lie within ourselves. but I love the support sometimes that like, Hey, you're on the right track or Hey, be aware of this. And my emails this year kept talking about how it was filled with work. And I was like, Oh no, like I'm ready for this and that and fun and joy and love. And I actually look back on this year and I'm like, I, the work was internal work, but it was actually so rewarding. Yeah. And it was like, I enjoy this kind of work, the growth, because you feel better. You just, I feel good most of the time because of this work. And I have to commend like all the people you included for this, for being the support system through the healing, because Mm. 
it's so important to have people that like really support you when things are falling apart when you lose or when your friendship group fluctuates mm. like and and it's just it's all normal but like having that support system is so important otherwise mm-hmm. like you just cannot get through it it's like the biggest most important ingredient and it's i have to commend the people in my life you mm. included again i, I have to say this 10,000 times because you were there for me and you know the girls at the dinner they were all there for me mm. my family wow this is becoming an oscar speech <laughs> 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 but it's, it's it. so true and you really you know if you're having a hard time going through fluctuations in <clears throat> friendships like really you know really realize who your people are and and they're right in front of you and sometimes for years we never realized it but those are your people Mm. and I think I think that's actually a really great topic to touch on for a second here the the importance of support but the place for support and I think I think this conversation actually shows what the balance of support is. It's like you were doing the work. This is what boundaries is all about. It's like I'm responsible for me and you're responsible for you, but then sometimes life is overwhelming and that's when we we go help the other person. We try to be good in ourselves most of the time so we have that capacity to go help the other person when it is, you know, more than they can carry and it is too much. And I think that's that balance. You got to do your work and support yourself, but then when life's hard, that's what support is for. Mm-hmm. And lean on it. And mm-hmm. when you have good people, they do help you see who you are and see the light at the end of the tunnel and mm-hmm. help you step back onto that path. And it's so important. We are not yeah, I love that, again, that you said that earlier. We're not islands. We were meant for relationship and community. Beautiful, beautiful. And I have to share something to what you just said. My sister, she is so wise beyond her years, and I'm so glad that we got to really strengthen our relationship this year especially. Um, but she had said this to me when we were like mere 16, 17 years old, and I never understood it, never, ever got it until now so it's been like what more than more than 15 years wow it took so long to hit me in the in 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 the head like but what she said to me was you cannot have all your eggs in one basket Mm. meaning you cannot have one friend for everything Mm -hmm. number one it isn't fair for that person because they don't have that capacity nobody does Mm. number two that person cannot possibly specialize on everything Mm. like you you don't have a doctor that knows everything about everything right right so she told me you need specific friends for specific things and I never understood that and I always like got it got got into it with her and I, I would always tell her like oh like this is wrong like this is not right whatever this mentality is dumb and now I realize you know, like I have friends for very, very important life decisions. I have friends who are perfect when I need to do a project and, you know, we inspire each other and we're bouncing off ideas off of each other. I have friends who, if we need to, you know, talk about maybe having a family, creating, you know, a big family or having kids or whatever, I have friends that I have for that. So it's really important to, it's almost being well-rounded in a sense mm-hmm. where you're not expecting so much from one person. Mm. There is a sense of a community when you have all those 
beautiful beings who specialize in certain things who are really strong in what they do and what they believe it's beautiful it's like this nice mix you know I love that. No, that's so important. I feel like I've started learning this finally as well, especially because I feel like in my two significant relationships, I tended to think in this like enmeshed way because I was raised in a very enmeshed culture um, that, you know, that person is your number one and you do everything with them. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yes, like they do have, you know, the more serious that relationship gets, the bigger a place in your life they have, but they can't be your be all end all or everything. And Mm -hmm. like that, again, community, you need a community of people in your life, Mm -hmm. no matter whether you're in relationship or single, um, no matter whether you have a best friend or you have a sibling. I know Mm -hmm. some people are very like, oh my, no, my sister is like my ultimate best friend, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever. It's like, no, yes, you can have it be something really beautiful and close, but like, don't let that block you from community and what other people can offer you. Yeah. I always say this to my friends. You need to give everyone a fair shot. You Mm, need to go out there. I do love that. Yeah. Because we're so quick to judge. We're so quick to, you know, make up our minds about certain people and like create this, this idea of who we think they are, Mm. which is really judgmental in so many ways. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always tell my friends, my sister, myself included, we need to give everyone a fair shot up Mm. until they prove themselves to us, which is where the let them theory comes in. I love that. That's how you start weeding out your community, the people in your community. But until then, you really, because wouldn't you want to get mm. a fair shot, right? Yeah. I would like to get a fair shot. And and I think it's beautiful because you're letting the other person be who they are and show you what they can do and what, you know, and it's beautiful. But mm. I think everyone deserves that. And, and that's another way of how I, you know, I guess select like who I want in my community. I, I, that is, mm, I'm taking that in right now because <laughs> I've ha- I've been on the other end of that where I have been judged and it's felt so shitty. It's been, mm-hmm. I felt like, but like, you don't know me or like, I didn't mean it that way or like, you know, give me a chance. And like, my heart is in the right place. I promise. I know myself and it feels so, it doesn't feel good. So I, I love that. That's, that, that's something I want to take to heart even just in my own, you know, because I, I do I do it sometimes. I'm like, oh, they probably wouldn't be, you know, able to talk about this or they maybe wouldn't like me for this. You know, you, we make up stories in our head. We do. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations where, you know, there were fluctuations in, in friendships in my life and, you know, it becomes really catty and like people start talking and like creating, you know, Mm. visualizations about certain people about me maybe. And so it's a small community and like, we all still see each other, obviously, you know, how small our industry Mm. is. Everyone knows each other. And I'm just like, I take that as an opportunity. And when, when, you know, when mutuals meet each other, I used to run away from that. I used to be so scared of confronting that. But I'm now realizing, and I think you've taught me this, to no, not run away from that. And so every time that happens, I take it as an opportunity from the universe. Like, okay, this is a gift. Mm. Why is it a gift? It's a gift because the universe is telling me, hey, They said this about you, but show them who you are. Mm, And whether or not they give you that opportunity to accept you, that is on them. But being who you are is this beautiful Mm. opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And And I can only do that for everyone else. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. If you would want to be treated that way, that's how you should treat others. Yeah. 
And I think it just goes to speak about, you know, if a person needs to trash other people, um, I had this happen recently um, in a dating experience. Like the ex came after, like to, it was going out to girls and I happened to be one of them, like trashing this person. And I'm like, honestly, this speaks a lot more to you. Exactly. Like if you have to do that, like, yes. first of all, I'm not dumb. I mean, I, I don't think, if, if it, <laughs> right? I don't think I am. Like if it was coming from a good place, mm-hmm. it would have come. Absolutely. It wasn't coming out of care for me. No. You don't, when you care about looking out for somebody else, you don't trash a person to them. You have a very mature conversation being like, hey, I'm a little concerned that this might happen. Just be aware. But you let that person figure out for themselves. And so I'm like, I'm not dumb. I think I can read people's character pretty well. I'm also very intuitive. Um, but it just the need to go after and speak poorly of somebody else just it shows that you know you've not done your healing Mm -hmm. so 2009 yes yes (laughs) yeah i am not here for trashing other people i'm not here for that and there's this saying what Susie says about sally says more about Susie than sally wait i love that honestly (laughs) it's like the there's no need for that absolutely not and that kind of just shows you again like who your people are, those are not your people. Um, you know, you are so aware, you've done the work and you mm-hmm. clearly see, you mm-hmm. know, this is something very familiar. I've mm-hmm. seen this. I maybe was this, you know, this is no longer mine. Mm-hmm. And so you are no longer a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And and I want to just say also to anybody listening, if you have caught yourself trash talking other people or judging other people, I don't want you to judge yourself. I want you to come come to yourself with love and compassion because we all always find things that we're doing that we're not proud of. But after you give yourself love and compassion, start to ask yourself, why do I feel like I need to do this? What is it doing for me? I found in the past when I have spoke poorly of other people, it's because I didn't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And so something about putting them down made me feel better, but mm-hmm. I, we can just validate ourselves. Absolutely, We don't need to, to put other people down to feel good. We can Absolutely. just appreciate and love ourselves. And the more you do that, the less I found, like I just don't have a desire to speak poorly no, of other people. It's very low frequency yeah. and it's not, it doesn't even make, me feel good anymore yeah yeah me neither I don't I feel anxious (laughs) yeah like I it almost really ruins this I don't even know how to explain it but when it becomes a habit for you to talk in a certain manner Mm -hmm. and to have that positivity like you know of how you verbally Mm -hmm. are it's really hard to undo that it's almost very backwards Mm -hmm. totally and it really makes you feel very like Mm -hmm. just and not good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know when, because there's a difference between going to supports and emotionally expressing your pain and feeling wronged. There's a difference between that and gossip and trashing people. And you know, one, you're, you know, getting something off your chest Mm -hmm. and getting love and support back. You're being helped Mm -hmm. in the healing process. The other is like, my friend calls them ratchets. And it's like something that has an immediate, it's kind of like eating fast food or drinking. Oh my God, and then you feel like shit. It has a quick hit of pleasure. And then, yeah, you feel shitty after. And it also creates consequences oh my god so bad yeah yeah and my my friend what you said had mentioned to me because there was there was a point where I I would say to to you to my community like I really feel like sometimes I'm talking shit and I never want that Mm -hmm. you know there's this I I always uh, say this there's a fine line for me Mm -hmm. at least of feeling like I'm talking shit or I'm telling my story and I got corrected. And and this is why I love my community now. This is why Aww. I'm so grateful and honored because 
the way my friend corrected me and said, no, you are not talking shit. You are telling your story. Mm -hmm. You are just speaking how you feel. And there are these emotions. She corrected me so quickly that it was so reassuring that like, wow, now I know the difference because sometimes when we are so engulfed in our emotions, it's so hard for us to really differentiate like, are we doing something good? Are we doing something bad? And again, going back to community, your community, when it's the right people, mm. will tell you what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it comes to leading with heart, you know? I think, you know, your heart, when you've talked to me about things, has been like, this is my pain. Can you support me in like holding my heart? Like, I'm really hurt. Yeah. Can you help me process this a little? Versus like, your heart being like, let's trash this person. Oh my God. Like there's, it's so, you can tell, like the yeah. energy doesn't lie. Oh my gosh, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for saying that. I'm taking that with me. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's helped me a lot because I kind of was like, I went, we always pendulum swing in our healing mm -hmm. in like every area, but I pendulum swinged a bit from like, oh, I don't want to be like dumping or I don't want to be gossiping. So let me not share anything. And then I was like isolated. So it's like, it's, you know, it's where are you coming from? Mm -hmm. But, ah, uh, well, thank you for sharing your heart today, though. This was such a beautiful, uplifting conversation, and I'm so honored you came on. I'm so happy we talked about this to hopefully help people feel less alone in the ups and downs of building a community that truly loves and supports them. I'm so glad, too, that we were able to share our experiences from URL to IRL, because I, I love feel that. like... You know, we talk about this a lot, like, mm -hmm. you know, on text, on calls, on voice notes, on DMs. And to be able to talk about this in real life and to share and to show our support to the people that are hurting, to the people that are alone, to the people that may need some, you know, affirmations, whether mm. or not they're doing the right thing or not. Like, you know, when their friendship groups fluctuate, like it's such an honor to be here and help you do that. Oh, mm. oh my God. I'm hugging <laughs> you so hard after we end. But before we end... Jean has the most gorgeous Instagram and her content is so love-filled and uplifting. I would love for you to please spell out your handle, your name and your handle for people to be able to find you and follow you. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Laura. No. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so, so much. Um, okay. So my handle is at the gray layers. That is at T-H-E-G-R-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R-S. And I hope to see you there. Yeah, I hope. Uh, and just also to let you know where John was coming from, I went through a season where I was trying to find myself where I would go by my middle name, Laurel. And poor Jean is one of the people in New York who is still trying to, to go back to Jordan. So that I, I know it's a change and I appreciate you making it with me as I've come home to truly loving myself and who I am. I love the awareness, though. I have to call you out on it. I love the awareness that you're able to correct people on it because oh. that takes courage. It does. Yes, coming from somebody who always corrects everybody now, for my name, it takes so much courage, but I, I applaud myself for doing it each time because I said, wow, this is not easy. Mm. And it's still borderline embarrassing for me sometimes, but I just go for it. So good for you. Well, you actually inspired me in that. So, I mean, here, here we go back to community guides. Get, <laughs> we got to end this now or we're never going to stop talking. <laughs> we got it. I know, I know. This is, I think, my longest podcast. I love it, though. <laughs> we had so much to share. So, so much. Uh, well, let's end on that note. But um, thank you, everyone who listened. And if you have any questions, especially needing support in building community, reach out to either of us on Instagram. We love chatting. And we will see you here next week. Okay, if you made it through that episode, you get a huge pat on the back. 
huge, 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 huge because it was a lot, but you deserve to celebrate yourself for making that kind of investment in yourself and putting yourself in the rooms. I cannot emphasize enough the things that have changed my life the most. One of them has been getting in the room with the people that are where I want to be, the people that have the things I want to have, that are doing the things I want to do. That is how I have up-leveled much, much, much faster, how I have supported myself more on the journey. And it has been through coaching. And I'm going to dive into my one-on-one mentorship program a little bit here briefly, as I mentioned I would do in the beginning of the episode. But it also is through when you can't do that, or in addition to that, through podcasts through books, and through aligned community. These things are so important. And it's so important. Why is it important? Well, first of all, you deserve to have a magical human experience. You deserve to love your life. But when we are in a good space, when we feel good, we do more good. You have a purpose. Each and every one of us has a purpose. There is a reason we are here on this planet. And when we are happy and thriving and stable and supported, we're able to show up in that purpose. We're able to make a difference in the world. We're able to do what we are meant to do. And so getting yourself into a place where you feel really good and you're supported and happy is of service to the world. There's still so much work that I have found so many women I've worked with have to do and I've had to do so much work on myself with is even in believing that I am deserving of calling in these things and that it's not selfish. It really isn't. I have yet to meet a good-hearted person, especially a person that is listening to content like this, that doesn't want to do more good and that doesn't do more good when they are more supported. So it is of utmost utmost importance that you prioritize supporting yourself and calling in the people and the resources and the peace and the love and the joy that you so deeply desire in your life. And I also am here to share my program with you because if you need support in this, that is what my programs are for. It is to support you in getting to a place where you are feeling so good and your life is supporting you in feeling good faster and easier and smoother than it would be on your own. And again, as I've talked about, a lot of the times we have gone through so much that has put us into a victim mentality. We are oftentimes living as people pleasers, putting ourselves last, not setting boundaries, not actually claiming what we want, or not taking action to actually go get it, even if we have actually admitted that we want it. And I have been there in a lot of my life where I have been wishing from the sidelines instead of actually calling in and making the changes because it's really hard. It's really hard to make the changes on our own. Oftentimes we don't know the exact path. We don't even know how to know the exact path. And when we do know it, it's really hard to do it, especially if you don't understand what is blocking you. And as Jean mentioned, like we have blind spots and that is what the right people in your life are there for calling out. And if you need more support than is healthy to lean on a friend for, if you need somebody to hold your hand and walk you through these things, show you your blind spots, help you step into your power and truly start embodying the person who has the things that they want and calling those things in, taking those actions, I am here for that. I do this through helping you learn how to build a healthy, stable, loving relationship with yourself because everything flows from our relationship with ourself. If you are not good with you, it is going to be really hard to be good with others and to be good with the universe. So I help you build a healthy relationship with yourself, which involves understanding how to parent yourself. I also teach you emotional availability and regulation and resilience. 
the availability and the regulation lead to the resilience. Life is not about eliminating the hard. We will never be able to do that. But what we can do is become more and more resilient so that it's almost like, you know, you go out on the ocean. If you're in a tiny little sailboat, the waves are going to be rocking you and throwing you around and you are not going to be able to function great. But if you have built yourself to be so resilient, you're going to be more like a huge, huge like tanker where those waves, like it's like a little splash, like you barely even feel it. And I've seen this happen in my own life. Like I used to be constantly knocked down by everything that would happen every time a person was toxic to me or something didn't go right. Like I was constantly in fight or flight and I didn't know how to get myself to a good place to be able to handle those things and not have them impact me so I could actually be making a difference in my purpose. And so that is a huge thing I work on you with. Understanding how to process and move through emotions in a healthy way. I also do cognitive rewiring with you. I help you see the blocks, the blind spots, the limiting beliefs, the past programmings that are getting in your way that you're not even aware of, the ways that maybe you're in scarcity or in fear or shame is impacting you. And I teach you how to rewire that in a much more fast and powerful way than just affirmations only. And overall, I help you develop a mindset that is rooted in personal power. I help you learn how to live in and from your personal power. And that is how you become a powerful manifester. And I also teach you my manifestation steps because there is a process. There are some boxes you need to check when it comes to manifestation. But the foundation, it's kind of like the glacier analogy, right? Or the iceberg. Like the iceberg is the tip. Manifestation is the tip. All of this stuff is underneath that people don't even realize. So we cover all of that and we cover the tip where I teach you how to manifest. So if that is something that you feel like would be incredibly supportive to you right now, I would love for you to reach out to me. My email is in the show notes. You can also DM me on Instagram. But I am here. This is what lights me up is helping other women get to a point where they are so excited about their life and they're starting to use words like magical because it's really possible I am literally living proof of this and my clients are living proof of this I know so many women out there who are experiencing this and it is possible for you so if you want support in that please reach out and I would love to chat to see if it feels aligned for us to work together